Uh, is there anything more that you want to touch on with those coaches? I'm sorry, it's just not getting my dick hard. Nah, that is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah, yeah. it's 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 the Tigers. Like, I'm, it's, no, you know, I this agree. is fifth and dribble. This is not this is not you know Western Australian and dribble. <laughs> it's you know it's, it's, if I, if I want to talk about a good Western Australian team, I'll start talking NBL. I'll talk about the Wildcats. You know, they've yeah. actually got some pedigree about them. Welcome back, back to Fifth and Dribble episode six with your hosts Matty B and Lock. What is doing? What to do, nephew? Um, so let's get to it. Let's start plugging. Uh, fifth and Dribble on Instagram and Twitter and anchor.fm slash fifth and dribble if you want to leave us an audio message. Remember, please, we have so much fun on a Thursday doing question time. Please send us some questions. We have a couple coming up already that obviously we couldn't get to last week. Thank you to those who gave feedback on the heavy breathing. I think I fixed it. My headset decided to pick up way too much. And um, yeah, let's hope that it's better this week, but I cannot promise anything so... Don't listen to it very loudly at your house. They will think that you are kidnapping. And again, we took a very firm no kidnapping stance. Unless you're kidnapping people to listen to the show. Well, you would have to be kidnapping to listen to I last episode. I think you episode. would. But that also, was, to, touch on your, to touch on your heavy breathing, what we've done, guys, is to fix this. It's quite technical. We've removed the picture of the cake that was near Matt. So the heavy breathing has stopped. He was yeah. there, You should have seen the draw to go with it. Yeah. Um, thank you at Fortitude Strength on Instagram for keeping me loyal and not eating the cake. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, but yeah, that was that was a dog act from you. Uh, you're a dog, <laughs> absolute dog. Uh, all right, anything you want to uh, anything you want to plug? You're rock. No, man, man you plugged. It. I love how you do that. I mean, I've seen you practice that in the mirror a few times, so it's good to see you getting it down, Pat, brother. That's well, this is a uh, audio medium, so I can't practice what I normally practice in the mirror in front of everybody. That requires visuals. So. <laughs> I think we'll be I think we'll be cancelled if you started oh, doing right, that. Cancelled in, in ten seconds. But, um, yeah, but none. Not a lot doing this week, hey? No, hey, not a lot. Of, I'm good. I mean, I was hoping for for two cracking games on the weekend. We got one. But yeah. it was probably the game of the season, I think. As a Penrith fan, I had a few heart palpitations there. But it was mm. um, it's good to see the boys get the W. Yeah, look, um, we have a lot of friends that are Parramatta Eels fans. And I was, uh, I was on a Zoom with them watching the game. And uh, they were not happy. Uh, they did not like the fact that I was going for the Penrith Panthers uh, the other night, on Saturday night. So um, to Bethany and to Andrew, uh, you fought hard. I'm sorry, but um, suck your matter. That's all i got to say. Mm. See, I was not on that. I was not on that Zoom call. I don't think I would have lasted. No. Um, I was watching the game with two of my brothers at home, and we were there. Were some Fs and some yeah, some other yeah. expletives that yeah, that sure was said out a few times. I'm pretty sure. I thought I'm the roof sure was going to blow were. off when Junior Paulo spilled his guts there at the end. Um, oh my goodness! Oh but my yeah, goodness. Oh, what but a I close mean, we'll one. Get to it. We'll, 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 we'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. But what we what I do want to touch on first was. How appalling was the refing, especially in that game? Like, I'm sorry. I mean, I mean, I. Got away. Uh, I mean, I agree. 
I agree. That one that um, that gave them the penalty goal put them up eight six. Not a high tackle, and it was. Mm. And it's not just a case of Penrith getting away with some. There were high tackles on both sides. Uh, I don't mm. think it's as bad as everyone's making it out to feel. Nah, I mean, all of a no, sudden this week, so everyone, everyone this week turned into para fans, and you know everything that could have gone their way apparently didn't go their way. Um, it was I horrible on both bit, sides. I think it's a little bit like the uh, like the Warriors dynasty. Like people, this young and up and coming mm. team, and and they're just about to get it all together, and then everybody became Cavs fans in 2016 when Kevin yeah. Durant went there, and they were just like, "Nah, fuck this team, I ain't about it." Like we are all yeah. on the LeBron. Penis, very yeah. hard, um, and I think it's the same kind of thing. Like I think you're gonna see the same. Even though everybody hates Melbourne, it's a it's a hate hate match between Melbourne yeah. and Penrith, um, and and that's, I think it's gonna be cracking football. I know, and I've seen a lot of people who wouldn't normally go for Melbourne say they're gonna cheer for Melbourne this this week. Yeah, um, I think people just as you said, like it's a team on the rise. They don't really care what people think. Um, I mean, they do sometimes, and that's when they lose. You can yeah. tell when they're when they're thinking about the week's worth of stuff that's been going on. That's when they lose. They play the best when they don't care. Um, I think it hurts them not being at home as well. I think they're all young guys from such like from for people that didn't that aren't from Penrith. Growing up in Penrith is different than growing up in a lot of the rest of Sydney you don't like mm. you stay out west and you kind of have everything you need out west you know yeah, they're Penrith going up to Brisbane to that's the now. thing like and it's mm. and it's it, it would be really hard for them not that it's not hard for everyone being away from home but you know like yeah. all those boys have grown up there they've always lived you know 15 maybe 20 minutes away from Penrith Stadium except the few older guys that got brought in yeah um, it would have been hard, and I think they need to go back to playing like they don't give a fuck. Because yeah, when no, they play like, like they don't care, they no look so good. No yeah. one can stop them. But when they start to think, oh, are we the assholes here? Are we doing this? Are we doing that? That's when they look beatable. Yeah, 100%. And, and, and I'd mean, love to – yeah. Yeah, I was just going to say, I mean, that um, you could see that the, the stifling defense that Parramatta was showing, like that shook them. That mm. they mm. they normally execute so well in the red zone, but weren't able to do it. I mean, we're going to get to it more when we break down the game, but I just think I think the game was refed extremely appallingly. Um, appallingly is what I meant to say. What the heck? Um, but yeah, it um, it was rough. I mean, from from Fergo's milk. To get oh, up and, and go, Mitch Kenny. Mate, Again, but, but Mitch Kenny got him back. He got him back like this, that, that stoppage. And I mean, it came out today that they might see, you know, see some repercussions from that. But it, you can't say that it was all one-sided. Like there's so many people out there saying that the refs gave the game to Parramatta. I was on a call with a Parramatta fan that did not agree with that, and she's one of the most die-hard Parramatta fans I've ever seen. And she, even she, agreed that, you know, Penrith gave some, Parramatta gave some, and they mm. both took it like champs hmm. Hmm. I agree and I, and I think it's one of those things where Ash Klein what is he doing like he just loses control of loses control of games oh man we had over like, under on Biffs and there were, mate, there were three or four yeah like and that's the thing like and that's he just can't control the game and like I just don't know what it is I don't know if the players don't respect him I don't know what, if what he's doing he doesn't. He thinks he doesn't want to affect the result by you know binning guys or mm. you know coming down harder but they were just and thankfully the players kind of pulled their head in and realised their season was at risk yes I think if, if it was a blowout for either side there would have been something on there yeah, for sure. I think if, if there was if if one side really got up and looked like they weren't going to lose, something would have boiled over. It's just that the players were smart enough and composed enough to realise that hey, we might win this. I don't want to miss next week. 
Yeah. And full and, credit and, to them. Full credit to them for knowing that and pulling their own heads in and doing it. But Ashley Klein's got to be there. Yeah, hundred percent. And I mean, the bunker, the bunker didn't help Ashley Klein's case at all. There are a couple calls there that, that sure, you know, players stayed down and whatnot and waited for the bunker to interfere. But I mean, I think Brad Arthur's got it right on. If if you know, if you're gonna make calls one side you've got to make them the other like the, the mm. interference with with Moses and, and whatnot like and, and Kenny mm. being able to call the game off or the trainer being able to call the game off for Kenny's ankle injury mm. it um, it just it did seem a little one sided but at the same time you know give Penrith the, uh, give Parramatta sorry their due they were able to defend so so well um, and, and as I said it stifled Penrith but um, but yeah Ashley Klein I, I I personally think it was a shocking job. I'm not saying that refing's easy and that I want to go out and do it because I certainly don't. Um, and and you know I'm with Ashley Klein. I'm I'm a part of the short gang. So you know big big burly footballers standing over me saying, "Oh, but sir, like I'm gonna freak the fuck out too." But except um, Clint Gutherson, that's a big call, sir. Yeah, bro. Yeah. That's, that's yeah, yeah, yeah bro. Yeah. Good good shout, dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> um, I must admit, I'm I'm enjoying. Clint Gutherson. Nah, um, nah, you can enjoy him. I, yeah. nah, I, I think I think he's come like he's he's chipping away at me. He's come a long way this year. Nah. Um, I think I think the beef between him and and Moses reminds me of those like Houston Rockets, James Harden, Chris Paul teams where they were like at each other's throats, but they still mm-hmm. got results. I think they're more. Thing. I think they're more at uh, the players who aren't as on much money as their throats. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. Think it's, I think it's Probably. a bit of that. But he's like he's what now he's got his hair transplant on. Now he yeah. can cut his hair again. <laughs> And he's all right. Yeah, he's all yeah. good. Um, all right, speaking we'll, we'll of touch. hair, though, yeah, Fergie's milk, bro. Oh, bro. Yeah. Mate, disgusting. Like, it, it's shocking that you can get away with that. Yeah. Like, and I know, it, I just, it's something that is such a slippery slope, and I don't yeah. want to see that in our game. Yeah, we've been like, talking about it for weeks. Like, the amount of guys that, like, lay there and just wait for, for something to happen. Um,. I, I, I kind of like that Mitch Kenny said something. I like yeah, that. Mitch, yeah, Mitch, yeah, yeah. If, if they're yeah. going to be a cat, call him a cat, mate. Like, yeah. that is what it is. Kenny doesn't. And that's when those Penrith boys are good getting under the skin. And you saw Fergo, and they look dangerous on that. Um, on Penrith, on Paris' right edge, on their left yeah. edge, yeah. which is Fergo's wing, for 10, 15 minutes after that, when yeah. Fergo was a bit shaken and trying to come at him out of the line early. Well, he and, made, he and he had he got, drop ball not long yeah, after. Yeah, he had the drop ball, and he, he did come out, and he played great defense there. But there's a few times where he took a he took a risk, and Penrith just didn't capitalize. Yeah. And they could have done that by getting under his skin, and that's how they need to play against Melbourne. Yeah, 100%. 100%. But let's, let's get to that during the game. Uh, another one of our key notes is uh, I called it. Should have put a case bet on it. Reese Walsh named. The, I would have taken uh, that one. I, I was pretty sure he was probably going to get nah, it. Nah, nah, bro. You had Sam Walker. Don't be coming in here now. Sam. <laughs> oh, shaky, shaky. Everyone loves a little flash in the pan, rookie. Who knows what he turns out to be? Yeah, you shut the we'll fuck up. We'll see. Just, yeah, he'll be good. He'll be all right. Um, and uh, staying in New Zealand, uh, the the Warriors are looking at Ash Taylor. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, well, yeah. He won't have to go to New Zealand for next year, so he can stay in Oz, which probably is probably going to help them with the recruitment. To be honest with you. Yeah, probably. But I mean, um, uh, as we said, it they are looking for for a seven to fill that hole because Sean O'Sullivan just may not be the guy. Yeah. Well, from from what I can tell, they kind of want to run into next year with Chanel Harris Tavita at six and Sean Johnson at seven, or however they however they wear the numbers. Yeah. True. Yeah. Um, and then Ash Taylor is going to be a lot of depth there, but. Chanel Harris-David is unsigned after next year, I believe. 
Yep. So that could be someone people go after, especially if he, if he is enjoying living in Oz and he spent the last couple of years here, he might want to stay. Yeah. Um, yep. So Ash Taylor, I think, would be all right. I don't know how he pairs with Sean Johnson. Yeah, I don't know. But I mean, as we every time we talk about Ash Taylor, I feel like the same point always comes up, where it's like if you can get him on a good deal, that's not a bad guy to have. Yeah, yeah, for sure, hmm. for sure. I mean, and and I think Ash Taylor being in the league is just good for the league. I mean, he's a he, there's a reason that he was he was given a million dollars. Like the dude can play hmm. football. He can play I some serious football. I don't think he'd go as well in England as other. You know, like his tier of halfback would. Yep. I think he's better off trying to stay here and carve a role in um, in the NRL somehow. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. And finally, it's all coming to a head in Western Australia. Um, there was a <laughs> there was a board meeting called today. Um, that um, essentially, if there unless there was a massive change of heart, Madge was going to be um, kicked out of the Tigers and paid a a tidy seven hundred and fifty thousand dollar payout to uh, to not come back next year. Now. You've done a little research uh, on who the coaches might be, and I would like for you to take me through those coaches, please. I will, but can I first just say, Madge has, Madge has finessed us all. Not only <laughs> does he get 750000 he gets to not coach the Western Australian Tigers. Yep. <laughs> that, <laughs> man, <laughs> that man is... Mate, they're always spiritually in Perth. Don't you worry yeah. about that. Yeah. <laughs> right. Absolute um, finesse, as you said. I oh, know, absolute finesse. And I mean, as you said, they are they are chasing a few coaches. There's not... As we've touched on a few times every time we bring up Matt, there's not a lot of coaches out there who you would really try and go after. I yep. mean, we've talked about John Morris, who we both kind of like. It's going to be interesting to see where he ends up. Mm. Um your boy Paul Green if you really wanted to go that route I wouldn't yep. recommend it but I mean you nah, could I wouldn't recommend uh, it either he'll get a premiership maybe in maybe, 10 years maybe um, and then of course there is the assistant coach everyone is after Cameron Seraldo. Mm. Um there's been a few talks what he's going to do His he is contracted to the end of this year yep. I believe um, so he is a free agent once Penrith get absolutely stomped this weekend by Melbourne. Foreshadowing. Um, yeah. Don't speak it into existence, mate. It'll be another hard-fought game, I reckon. Oh, Jesus. Um, but, but yeah, so, so Cam Serraldo, he's apparently the, the one they want the most. Um, but from everything I've heard, it's pretty unlikely. He's linked to Craig Fitzgibbon and assisting him over in Cronulla, which, I mean, is a much better job than the Tigers. Yeah, for sure. A much better job. Um, and that's even, And that's even if he decides to leave... You know Penrith. Yeah. He might look at what happened to Trent Barrett and think, oh, you know what? It's not all that it's like cracked up to Grass be, to be honest. Be may it may not be. It may not be. And he seems to get along with Ivan, and the boys seem to love. And he played for he played for the Penrith, I think, up until 2015, 2016, maybe. I can't remember when, but he was playing in the mid like 2010s with Penrith. So he's been around those boys. He knows them. He's like he's not just a coach; he's a mate to them. Yeah. I think that might impact his decision. And then they look to go overseas, you know, after after Seraldo. Mm-hmm. So the three that they're looking at, from what I can tell, Steve McNamara, he's the coach of the Catalans Dragons. Yep. Uh, Sean Wayne. I think is how you say it. Not Shane Warne, Sean Wayne. <laughs> he is the English national coach. He's an Chris... alter ego in a different universe. Exactly. He's a bizarro Shane Warne. And a Christian Wolf, who is the Tongan head coach and the coach of St. Helens. Yep. Both, all three are pretty good coaches. Mm. I mean, 
Sean Wayne's pretty untested as the England coach. He's only, I think he's only played, yeah, he's only had, you know, one game and he won it. So undefeated, go you. Um, I mean, Christian Wolf has been pretty good when you can see what he's done with Tonga and St. Helens. Like St. Yeah, he coached the Knights for one game. Yep. With Tonga, he's won nine, lost six. He's kind of led that Tongan resurgence and all the boys seem to love him there. And yeah. maybe that's something they can try and capitalize on. Yeah. I mean, part of why part of why Madge is so appealing was, oh, we can sign him and maybe the Kiwi boys want to play for him because he's obviously the Kiwi national coach. Well, that didn't happen. Did, didn't quite come to fruition, but maybe the Tongan boys can be more swayed. Yep. Um, I mean, I don't know if you'd put your whole game plan on that one. No. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's he's... He's got a pretty good win percentage in St. Helens, 74 win percent. Yeah. 25 wins, nine losses. That's not bad. It's also St. Helens. It is St. Helens. uh, It's not the top tier. That's like saying you've won, you know. St. Helens is St. Helens is like the St. Helens is the top tier, isn't it? Nah, excuse me. St. Helens, the Saints are like the Melbourne Storm in the Super League. Yeah, but that's the Super League. That's what I'm saying. It's not the top tier. Yeah, but Super League teams could take it to some of these low tier teams in. Yeah, yeah low real, tier, mate. But our top tier would absolutely wipe the floor with all of them. <sighs> yeah, they would, but I think it'd be closer than you'd think. Mm. The way the, the what makes the Super League look worse than what it is is it's similar to the NRL, where the top teams are really good. Like this yep. year, it's Catalans, St Helens is always there, Wigan's always up and about, but then the bad teams are really bad. Yeah, That's right. what it is. The bad teams look really bad, and they make everyone play shitter. Yeah. But the good teams on their day look good. Okay. I mean, Chris, Christian Wolf is yeah. I mean, Christian Wolf is probably the guy I'd go with. He's Australian. He's he's been an assistant coach in the system for a while here, before moving over there. He's got that Tongan connection. He knows some of the boys there, and he could be a guy they kind of build around. Yep. Um, I mean, after failing that, I'd probably go Sean Wayne. Mm-hmm. I mean, he coached Wigan. Same thing. He had the 68 win percentage on 238 games. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, and as good I said, like he's only, he's only coached England for the one year. Um, he is, yeah, I think he's a good coach. Untested, obviously, in the international game, but that doesn't really matter for club footy. Mm. Uh, but, I mean, if I was a betting man, I think Christian Wolf would probably probably stay just because yeah. he's, only, he's only just started coaching St. Helens. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, if you're going to do anything, Sean Wayne's only coaching the English team, and this might help him having access to the NRL guys. Yeah, possibly. It might give him more scouting opportunities. He might bring some English guys over. Um, but he the might thing be able is, to try with a new coach. My question is, does it like does it really push the needle all that much? Does yeah, it change you anything? Do, you got to do something. It won't I change you've anything. You got to do something. Like, and, and I don't think that Madge um, has the has captivated the locker room uh, as much as obviously the Tigers board would like, and he hasn't mm. got the results clearly. Otherwise, he wouldn't be you know on the hot seat or on the way out. But I just. Like it doesn't, it doesn't do anything for me. There is no, there's no wriggle in my pants for for just a new coach in here. I think you just need a whole, like a massive structure change all the way through your team. I think you need a, I think you need a front office change. That's never going to happen. Yeah. I think that's what it is, and um, I mean it's a kind of a double-edged sword when you're, when you're the Tigers, when your league's club makes a profit and you're one of the few clubs to actually be profitable. You're not yeah. going to get rid of that front office. Yeah. But when you can't convert that into into on-field success, yeah. it's kind of like, what's the fucking point? 
Yeah, basically. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, that's, yeah, it's cool and yeah, all. They're too busy and, like, building, like, training facilities and, and excellent centers and shit like that so that their team can, can train in pristine condition and still lose. Like, yeah, no, in in a wasteland of, of Australian sport there in the... In the um, in the western suburbs, I guess. Yeah, Not western yeah. Sydney, western, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is a bit silly. I mean, we've been through it. They should move out to Campbelltown and actually embrace that shit. But, you know, it is what it is. Move to Perth, embrace that shit. Yeah, Jesus. but... Uh, um, I mean, yeah, it's just... I don't know what the Tigers are. I think they're, they're probably early spoon favourites for next year. They're going to be shit next year. Yeah, them, like them they're, the for me. They're, we're, they're one shining light, or maybe your Cowboys. The one hey, shining whoa. light in Adam Dewey is gone for a while with that knee injury. Um, like, who else do you really have, like... I'm not even know- fucking thinking about the Tigers after that comment. That was disrespectful. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> Finish better than 14. Better than what we put together this week, uh, this year. This week, too. We are better than that, okay? You didn't even that. turn up this week. We get a... We get a full season of the Hammer. We get a full season on Holmes, mate. Don't worry about it. Your boy Viliami Kickout's coming north as well. It's, mate, it's for gonna a, be great. For for 900k, you can have him. I'll take him. You can have him for 900. You can have him for 900k, brother. Don't worry about that. I'll take him, bro. Like, but uh, put him put him on the front with Jason Tamalolo. <laughs> Forget about it. See, I, I just think that yeah, the Tigers are gonna be so shit next year. Yeah, so shit. They're gonna be so like Jackson Hastings coming is like is cool and all. He's a good player. He's exciting. Uh, yeah. But fuck, man, what like what are you gonna do? You know what wouldn't surprise me what? if they offered a contract to Isaac Luke, who announced his retirement this week. Jesus, if I'm Isaac Luke, you take it. Yeah, for sure. Get that for money, sure. man. You're not even playing. What is that? Get that, get that match money. I mean, if they're paying match to, to you know, coach a, coach a couple of years and then F off, like, why don't yeah. they, you know, just throw throw a little bit of money at Isaac Luke too, you know, a bit of veteranship. Why not? Um, but, yeah, Isaac Luke is officially retired. Uh, is there anything more that you wanted to touch on with those coaches? I'm sorry. It's just not mm. getting my dick hard. Nah, that is what it is. It is what yeah. it is. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the Tigers. Like, I'm, it's, you know, no, this is I agree. dribble. This is, not, this is not, you know, Western Australia and dribble it's, you know it's, it's, if, I, if I want to talk about a good Western Australian team I'll start talking NBL I'll talk about the Wildcats you know they've actually yeah. got some pedigree about them so um, look I'm not even sorry to the Tigers fans um, but yeah so Isaac Luke officially retired and um, far out Anthony Milford oh, fuck what, what is this? Well, I have a question for you would you rather see the MILF out there in Fortitude Valley ribbon and tearing or would you rather be out in the town in Fortitude Valley with a milf? Oh. Wait, watching him get in a fight or out there with a the milf myself? Either one. That's what, that's what the choice is. I'll Red pill or blue pill? I'll be watching him get in a fight because I'm a yeah. loyal man to my fiance. <laughs> um, would, and uh, the fact that I had to think about that is a problem. So, Ella, I love you if you are listening. Um, she's I'm listening. hoping that you're she's not. She's not <laughs> Um, seeing see the MILF rip and tear that would have been amazing from what I heard the night the, the incident ended with him placing a wheelie bin in a taxi and by placing I mean smashing the shit out of the taxi with a wheelie bin so that's bin. the one count of willful damage uh, <laughs> and then there were three supposed counts of, of salt as well so... uh, do you want to know who I I heard it was I know one of them was allegedly his missus Oh no! He Allegedly, yeah. I think it was either his brother or her brother, oh, and someone no. else. He was out. He was. Mate, what mate. is doing with the Broncos and Mad Monday? We haven't heard anything Fuck. else from any other team, but 
you know, they Fancy just they went Ricky from a friendly and wrestle. Ricky and what's his name going at it? Now you got Flegler. Milford. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Like, yeah. What are you doing, mate? This Milf thing's pretty out of character for him. Yeah. Oh, oh, I can't. Except for, except for the pokies the the night before yeah, the finals. Yeah, but there's a difference between having a slap and slapping your misses, mate. There's a there's a there's a difference <laughs> there. there. there is she a difference. ain't she we ain't paying our coins. We don't condone yeah, slapping your misses. Yeah, don't eat your misses, boys. Yeah, don't eat no, that. Don't do that. Um, don't throw rocks down at me. They're looking at you, yeah, Ben Barber. Yeah, fucking Ben Barber. We end up playing soccer on the Central Coast or whatever the fuck he's doing. <laughs> that was you saying, Bolt. No, no, yeah, yeah. Benny Barber's playing fucking AFL in the outback. Yeah, that's far, what he's yeah. doing. Jesus, oh. man. But I mean, that's that's the cowboy. Board you get in Townsville at the, at the yeah. casino, which is the one hour <laughs> selling town. <laughs> mate, but yeah, yeah, the MILF out there, mate, I don't even know, man. If you're South, you're just shaking. You're South, you're like, well, he's still a, bron- he's still a Bronco until November. No, he's not, but he's yeah, still... Yeah, contracts run November to November, so he's still really? a Bronco, yeah. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, how can this go without any penalty? Because, like, Lachlan Lewis steals a speaker and sells it online... And and Milford allegedly smacks up his his misses and a taxi and 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 throws a wheelbarrow through a taxi. A wheelie like, bin. What? A wheelie bin. Oh, a wheelie bin. So why was he getting a wheelbarrow in the middle of Fortitude <laughs> Valley? When, when you said it, I was like, where's he getting a fucking wheelbarrow from in Fortitude Valley? But I mean, they do construction up there, so why I mean, not? Yeah. But uh, yeah, a wheelie bin through a bloody taxi, like. Surely something must be done. Like Lachlan yeah, Lewis um, is having to 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 full jump through all these hoops to even potentially play in the NRL, and and we don't even know if someone's going to pick him up for the next, you know, twelve to eighteen months. Why why is it okay for Anthony Milford to do this? It's not. He's going to miss yeah. time at the start of the season. Oh. Yeah, I don't know how long. I don't know how long. But I mean, it kind of sucks for Souths. Mm. I mean, he hasn't started. He's going to miss time, but he'll miss games. Yeah. He'll get something. This is like, they can't be doing this. And I know Mad Monday, like the season hasn't officially ended yet, but we were doing touch wood. We're doing all right in terms of NRL off seasons. If it's just a couple yeah. of cuddles between the boys, yeah. all right, you can deal with this. But this is big and it's Brisbane and it's in the Valley and it's... And the Valley's yeah, open. Right. Like, th- that's one of the few places in Australia that, like, you're allowed to go out and do shit. Yeah, maybe they, they should just... May- it- uh, maybe this lockdown NRL players all season's not a bad idea. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe from from pre not even preseason, from season start until season ends, you're just stuck in a hotel. Yeah. I know it's not great for the mental it's, health, yeah, but it's, not, it's really not great for the mental health. But if you can get families in and stuff like that and do that stuff, like you don't hear you don't hear of you barely hear of anybody doing he's this been shit. Out, he's been out for two weeks. Yeah. They've been out for two weeks. I, ah, oh, mate, it's I just, I don't get fucking it. crazy. I, really don't get oh, it. I don't get it. We've all been idiots out on the piss, but mate, like me, never. No, I've never been an idiot far. out on the piss. I don't know what you're talking about. To be fair, I've he probably wasn't even the wrong. dumbest. He probably wasn't even the biggest idiot in Fortitude Valley that night. No, he wouldn't have been. That's the worst <laughs> thing. It's just because he's semi-famous that he gets that it gets reported he's the milk. on. But, but uh, like, it just it it can't be tolerated. It's just, no, it, 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 can't it puts be. even more of a hindrance on the game. And the fact that, you know, we had to beg and plead Queensland to host it in the beginning. Um, and then, you know, one of their own are turning around and doing this. It's just, it's well, fucked. Well, I mean, I mean, that's what it is. We're not trying to be Paul Kent, Buzz Rothfield, like doom, doomsday sayers and yeah. oh, this and that. But man, just pull your fucking head in. Yeah, just pull your fucking head like, in. Exactly. It's just so, it just ben hates. hasn't had a job since. He had a contract on the table signed from the North Queensland Cowboys through Rock City's missus, hasn't had a contract since. Hmm. 
You know, granted, that gets more ridiculous. That gets more ridiculous the more you hear that. Yeah, but <laughs> that gets more ridiculous. <laughs> he, was, he was on the downward slope, like, but that was at a point in the Cowboys that they needed some sort of injection, and they were hoping mm. for for you know Bulldogs Bambaba or or even a little um, Shark Bambaba. Yeah, I was gonna say even a little bit of Cronulla Bambaba, but you know we we needed something, and we got nothing, mm. and 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 it's for an incident very similar. To what is going on right here, if, and the if fact that what Milford is alleged is, is true, getting... if what's alleged is true, yeah, if what's alleged is true, but it's just, it's it's so fucked. It's got me so heated because, like, Lachlan Lewis is is a young person who's like he's around our age, right? I don't yeah. know how many like life skills he's gonna have outside of being a great football player. Like, he's still a top what one thousand football player in the world. Like, he's still he's. He's a he's a he's a great. He might, he's top thousand. He's probably top what two hundred. How yeah, many players that, in the NRL? Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. Maybe not two hundred, but he's yeah. Yeah, but that's but that's what I'm saying. You know, out of out of seven billion people, he's in the top one percent. Yeah. Know? And yeah. and he's you know having to jump through all of these hoops for a three hundred dollar pair of fucking speakers, and then you know shit like this happens. And you're right, he's probably only going to get four or five games. Yeah. It's, it's just fucking ridiculous. And and I was saying this about Matt Lodge before we even started any of this, you know, years ago. It, it's just, it's a fucking joke at the end of the day. Like, it, it shouldn't be, it, it sh- should just be not tolerated. Not tolerated no. at all. No, I, mean, I don't know why we can't adapt a more no dickhead policy. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's just, it's it's so fucked. I'm so, I'm so heated about it. Let's just move on to the fucking games. Um, Manly, Manly v. Roosters. Um, we only had the two games, obviously, this weekend. Manly v. Roosters. Manly won 42-6. to six. Um, There is not a lot to say on this game. Manly were just a far fucking better team. Holy shit. Like, it just wasn't a fun game. No, it wasn't. I didn't enjoy it, it for, at all, really. Even at the start, Manly looked good from, from Mate, the go. The only go. reason I kept it on is because we all jumped on a Zoom. Yeah. Otherwise, I would have turned it off. Yeah. 100%. Um, the Roosters, all of their injuries really caught up to them. Mm. Um, the saddest thing to see is, is uh, you know, Josh Morris go out that way. Um, his That is his last game. He's played 325. He's got 158 tries. That's a great um, knock. That's a great yeah, innings, what, mate. Yeah, That's a, a great knock. innings. Um, you know... Obviously started in St. George, played the majority of his career at the Bulldogs, um, did a little bit of time in Cronulla, which we don't really talk about how that ended. Yeah, a little and, bit of Ixnay um, on the, another cray. <laughs> Ixnay on the, on the Ronella K. But, um, you know, then a little bit of uh, bit of time in, in uh, the Roosters. And, um, and, yeah, played for his country, played for his state, and one of the all-time centres. Yeah, like 15, um, 15 state of origins is insane. Yeah, gross. And I know a, lots of those were in Blues teams that lost. Yeah. But his job for majority of those origins were to try and contain Greg Inglis. Good luck. And he didn't always do it. Yeah. He didn't always do it, but he, he had a fair crack. And it was 2014, 2014 him and his brother were unbelievable. Mm. Now, I'm going to get them mixed up because I can never tell them a difference. Bro, twins and I... I We've we've got twin friends that we used to play basketball with back in high school. I still can't tell them apart. I no. see them out in public all the time. No. Can't tell them apart. I can't tell either. I'll never be able to. They have very different haircuts. They're very different type of people. You know, I understand. Every identity is a snowflake, whatever the fuck they say. But I cannot tell twins apart. And I don't even no. have four eyes like you. No. Can't do it. It's fucked. There's fucking anyway, eight of them. Go but on. anyway, <laughs> um, I mean, there was the ga- there was um, in 2014 when the Blues finally broke the streak mm. against your shitty Maroons. 
I was fo- okay. To okay. clarify, he was he was a Rhodes fan, and now Thurston, he's a Blues fan. Don't you dare! All right, Jonathan. <laughs> Thur- I'm, I didn't see the point in not supporting Jonathan Thurston three games out of a year. Okay, they stopped winning, and who came back nah, to the Blues? No, 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 no. Queensland still won when I came back to support. Okay, like don't even don't give me that shit. And you thought about heading back? No, I didn't. Yeah, you of our homes, all right. I'll go Val. I had said from day dot. <laughs> As soon as Thurston retires, you got me back. I'm back in the baby blues. All right? Uh, were you wondering uh, how long that was going to take? Yeah, I, yeah. I knew you were going to bring some fucking bullshit I, I didn't up. think I was going to wait till next Origin. I had to bring it up before that uh, people know what a dog guy. you are. This guy. Fuck. Man, I'm all sorts of flack. I mean, Good, you deserve it, bro. No, I don't fucking deserve it. Do you remember okay? when I used to tell people you're a Queensland fan? Jonathan they'd be like, why? They're like, oh, is he from Queensland? And I'm like, they'd be like, is he from Queensland? And I'd be like, nah, man. And they're like, why does he go for Queensland? I'm like, oh, mate. You don't know why. Say. Yeah, but I used to tell him I don't know why. He just love it. Yeah, God. <laughs> Fucking coconut. Oh, I can't wait till out of this lockdown. Smacky squaring the glasses. But anyway, yeah, I remember the game where the Mighty Blues finally got up. Mm-hmm. Um, it was I can't remember which brother had the knee injury. Mm. I think it was I think it was Josh had the knee injury. Is getting looked at by the trainer. Jumps up and goes sprinting after Inglis and stops the break. Pushes the trainer off his knee yep. to grab Greg Inglis on the break. And it was the same game the other brother scored a try and um, did his shoulder in, yep. I believe. I believe they were both playing pretty hobbled and it was 2014. Yeah, look, I can't find anything on it. Um, but it happened. But it, yeah, happened. It, it definitely happened. It definitely happened. I'm saying it happened. This is yeah. um, amazing podcasting right now. Just having a quick little... Quick yeah, little squeeze. Have, have a quick little squeeze. Anyway, let's just keep it going. So, yeah, but um, yeah. So basically, yeah, I mean, was... f- fifteen. Yeah, fifteen origins, six tests, three country origins, one yeah. all-star game, three prime minister elevens. Like, incredible rep career. Three hundred. Uh-huh. Tw- we talked about three hundred twenty games. Like, shit is crazy. And, and you, you know, know what? He was the shit twin. <laughs> yeah, he the was less the good shit twin. <laughs> no, I mean they were both fantastic. I'm not saying that you know it. They run circles around me. They've had fantastic careers, and I would love to even, you know, touch five percent of the surface that they touched. But, but arguably, Brett was better. Brett was better. Brett was better. Yeah, I don't Brett even think better. it's arguable. I think Brett was. Brett yeah, was Brett better. Was Brett, better right? Brett okay. is probably the best winger we've ever seen when it comes to accolades, career, longevity, exactly. yeah, um, exactly. and what he was but, able but, to do. But that's the thing. Josh is right there. And the mm-hmm. fact that this family has produced all of these fantastic footballers, I just feel sorry for their kids. Well, I mean, like, do you want to know a fun fact? Yep. So, J-Moz, B-Moz, and Slippery Morris, who was their old man, yep. um, all debuted for the Drags uh-uh. and all retired with the Roosters. Oh, how good. A little fun fact. Ah, fun fact with Locke. Yeah, I like but I mean, yeah, as you said, like I think his career would be looked upon a lot more favourably if he didn't have Brett as a brother. Yeah. I think obviously the, the comparisons all all through their careers. It's going to happen. And it is going to happen, and it is a shame, but I mean, he's an absolute soldier, and he's played well, and he's going to be missed, and I hope those boys stay around, stay around the league somehow. I think that, um, I know J-Moz is involved. I don't know if B-Moz is as well, but they've got their own brewery, or they're investing in a brewery, yep. and they're um, pumping their own beers out. So, I mean, Well, yeah. I think they're both going to be offered jobs on the uh, extended Roosters assistant coaching um 
team as well. So, and and why wouldn't you? Again, yeah. once in a generational center, once in a generational winger. And um, I do, I do think they'd be good coaches. A lot of the times, you see the stars aren't great coaches because you can just, you can't just go out there and be like, well, just like go do what, what I do, did. Mate. Like Joey can't go out there and say, hey, just like do this, do that, do that, and just see the game how I see it. You can't, yeah. like you can't do that. Whereas I think they were never blessed with like amazing athleticism. They yeah. never had like. That their really, they really top-level speed. They yeah. never had incredible strength. They just yeah. kind of were good at everything, and it was their smarts and their tenacity and toughness that kind of made them as great as they were. 100%. Pull one out for the brother. Um, he will He will certainly be missed mm. in, uh, in rugby league. Um, but, uh, but yeah, Manly, they just absolutely dismantled this Roosters team. And, and granted, it was a hobbled Roosters team, and I think we reported on the stat the other week. They only had seven out of their grand final players mm. um, and that was their like full extended 21 mm. they only had seven of those guys playing in this game um, and uh, like it, it's it, your back's up against the wall at that point but um, look uh, are Manly legit? I don't think so yeah I'm a bit I don't think so not. I don't I, I don't know what that, it is I think that there's like there's a real possibility that they take this momentum against the bunnies and, and a lot of the time um, a, a week off can do you harm. Like we've seen that uh, for years. That that it, it's got the potential to happen, right? Um, and and I think that Turbo is just on this. Like he's on cloud nine, man. No one can touch him. No one's <laughs> even close. Um, Except apparently the guys that they played last week and who they might have to play coming well, yeah, into so the, the, so if the they make the game down. Okay, they're they're great. But, and the knights. But, but, <laughs> the fucking knights. But for. <laughs> But for singularity and just greatness, yeah. Turbo. I mean, Turbo's the Dally M. If anybody else is the Dally M, I'll I'll eat my hat. Um, it's it's just like, but I just don't think that he's got the supporting cast. In, but games like this like make me look like an idiot. You know what no, I mean? I don't. I don't think they do. I think it's just the way that they play. Like I don't think they make you look like an idiot because you look at this game and you think, well, well, I don't know if they're legit. And you look at their last games and you know they win, they score 46, 36, 56. You know they're always yeah. up and about. But I think what it is is they can't. That they're, they're never going to be. That I don't think they can get through adversity. Yeah. And you can see they're all lining up to score full length of the field tries. They're all running in support. They're all kick chasing like crazy when they're up by 20 or 30. Yeah. That's easy to do. Yeah. When you got that roll on and you think, I want to score next, I'm going to bust my ass because I'm going to score here and we're going to win by 50. Like, they, they don't seem to really do anything until Turbo breaks the game open. Yeah. And that's what Melbourne did so well last week. They just put so much pressure on, on Tom early. Yeah. to make him create and when, when he was on that back foot the others didn't know what to do they were looking for other options and it wasn't working and I know the week off sometimes is detrimental but I think yeah. that doesn't apply when Wayne Bennett's your coach and, and, so. and everybody knew everybody knew Manly was going to win this game yeah it would have been a huge upset for the Roosters to um, to get the win here and I think Wayne Bennett with two weeks preparing for Tommy yeah I mean South haven't been the most defensively robust team like coming into this finals. Yeah. But they grinded out with Penrith. They got the yeah. win. And I think they can, they can they can definitely make 
Turbo's life hard. And I think there's plenty up there that Wayne Bennett doesn't show until the finals. He doesn't yeah. care about all that stuff. He's more than happy to leave stuff in the tank yeah. until you get the finals. He yeah, knows 100%. that. And yeah. I think that's what he's going to do. I think we're going to come out and we're going to say, shit, Manly actually... Uh, sorry, um, South actually... Good. Yeah. Like, and I think that's what it is. And they might take this form in there, but I think if, if South can get on top early, they're going to be good. And I mean, South were my pick for the grand final this year. They were my pick to win it all at mm. the start of the year. I mm. thought it was going to be a South and Canberra grand final. Funny he says that now at the end of the year. Well, what we weren't doing at the start of the year. I don't remember so you saying no that at the start well, of the year. That's all right. That's not my fault you don't remember, you're worst, brother. You're the worst Penrith Panthers fan ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is is going to win it. Bro, I knew that the Cowboys were going to be shit this year, but I was still saying, nah, 2021's our year. We've got it. I knew, they were, gonna be shit. I knew they were going to be shit too. You shut the fuck uh, up. <laughs> but I mean, South, I mean, you look at South last year, the two things they were missing mm. were reinforcements in the forwards mm-hmm. and a meter eater and a meter eater winger. Yeah, which, which they, they did have Josh Mansour really I thought he was going to do better but you know it is what it is Nathan Josh Cleary, Mansour's just on the downward Nathan Cleary kind of murdered him in that game and yeah, yeah unlucky unlucky Mansour um, but then they got obviously Jai Arrow in the middle and your boy Kalol Matungi's really stepped up and Jane yeah, Sewers and played some good starting, games they're starting big man Burgess is now coming off the bench yeah that, that's how many big boys like, they got and that's like, the thing and that's Jayden why I think I think this from? I think this forward pack is going to get a big Big surprise from like from South. I think the Manly Pack is going to be surprised at, at how hard they come out. Mm. They've had two weeks to really get rare and get ready to go. Their bodies are going to be fresh. Yeah. Thankfully for Manly, this wasn't like a big grind out fest for them Mate, because they they're were becoming. Able to rest Tommy with 20 minutes to go. Have you ever seen that in the finals game? No, never. Holy but that's country. what I'm. I uh, I don't. I just don't think they've got it. Like the, like their their wins are impressive. Yeah, but they're not impressive. Yeah. And I know that I remember I, it was either one of the turbos or it was um, DCE said they he he did kind of wish they had a bit of a harder run into the finals. Yeah. I know they put they put 56 on Para, but that was that was a while ago. Yeah. And it was also when Para were on their slide. I just don't think against the top teams they've been able to do it. Yeah. And I mean, like you even it, look at you even look at one of those grindy teams, the Raiders. They only just beat them. Yeah, they only just beat. That's what I mean, and that's yeah. when they're on their you got really these other hot teams streaks, like the, like the dogs and and twenty uh, nine Cowboys. That um, <laughs> just kind of like when you put a couple couple points on them, they just kind of roll over. And the same, and I mean, we saw the same thing when we were at Brookvale. You know, mm. the Cowboys were up early. That mainly mainly changed the you know changed the momentum of the game with that short kickoff and started to put a few points on them, and then we rolled mm. over. And then they that ended was without up without turbo know, as well. And I yeah, think and they dismantled us. But but they need they need teams to have to roll over, and the Bunnies just mm. like that team. I don't think so, no. No, and I think the mm. Roosters try, but as you said, it just caught up to them. How yeah. many weeks can you do this in a row, losing the players that they've lost? Like, yeah. I just, yeah. Yeah, I, Verils um, just seemed to be the, Verils and Takeahe just seemed to be yeah. the, the straw that broke the camel's back, you know? Yeah, and I think I think it'll be, I think it'll probably be 1-12, to Manly get up. Mm. Oh, sorry, not Manly, bonus? South get up. Yeah, yeah, yeah South yeah. get up. Sorry. I was looking, I was looking I, at the Manly <laughs> list then, so. Look, look, I don't think... I think it'll be a hard-fought game. Mm. I don't think it's going to be run away by any means. Um, and obviously, we'll, we'll we'll go further into this without preview. But yeah, I, there is a world, and obviously, I put it up on the socials today. There is a world where I see that Manly get up, and it's purely because of the momentum that they've got. They have had an easy run into the into the finals. Um, the the hardest game that they've played, as you said, in the last six weeks is that Storm game, and they lost. 
you know. Mm. The second hardest was that Raiders game, and somehow, you know, with that DCE kick. And it, it, we must remember it was a last-second try and last-ditch effort by Charles Nickel-Kludstadt that, that got them that close, that got the Raiders yeah. that close. So, you know, is, is it is it that Manly couldn't grind out a bigger win or is it that they just fell asleep in the last 30 seconds? We will never know. But uh, I, I can see a possibility where Manly gets up but not by much, maybe four. Um, See, I think if it's a close game, Manly's got no chance. I think yeah. if Manly want to win, they got to run the score up. Mm. I mean, mm. we see them. We see them get a squeak out a few close wins. You know, as long as you've got DCE kicking field goals, you're always a chance. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. I just find it hard. I think they're going to have to try and run up the score quick, and they get they just wait for Tommy to break open a game. Yeah. I think if you can try and keep him contained as best as you can probably contain him, then... Yeah, but that's it. As you're going to say, if you keep him contained, man is contained. Yeah, that that's bird's it. in a cage. Yeah. 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 Um, all right, well, moving on to potentially the, uh, the game of the year. I think the game of the year. I think, I think, I think the game of the is. year was and, unbelievable. And this is coming from a guy that, you know, I do not follow either of these West Sydney teams. Um, I was not the biggest... Panthers fan growing up as a kid because all I heard was Panthers and Parramatta. Um, I have fallen in love with the young Panthers, mostly because of you, and and because they're You're just no been longer so... a closet Queensland. That's good to see. <laughs> they have just been so much fun to watch. Um, but fuck me, mate. My my heart was in my throat this entire game. A lot like a lot like the I had no stake in Titans Roosters as well, but that was entertaining from from kickoff mm-hmm. to to end siren, and so was this. Um, but I mean, we touched on it earlier. What the fuck is Ashley Klein doing? Like, what to do, nephew? I don't know. I mean, this refing boys club and just they're all mates and they all went to school together or whatever bullshit it is. It's just, it's just I don't know. They need to try and get some fresh blood in there. Yeah, these guys. I don't know what it is. It's always Ashley Klein. Yeah. You look at this stuff that happens, and you think it's always Ashley Klein. Like how? Yeah. I just don't understand. I mean, the NRL needs to kind of come down and do that. And just hold. I know that the thing is like you can't be too critical of the refs because refing is such a hard thing, and without refs, we don't have a game. Yeah. Yada yada yada. I get it, but when you fuck up, sometimes you just got to be told that you fucked up. Yeah, exactly. And I just don't take think it on the it's, chin. Just cop it on the chin. And I mean, it is what it is. Give them the mental health kind of support they need. Be critical and then get over it. Yeah. Give them a spray. Tell them they're bad. Tell them why they're bad. Ask them why they did what they did. And then you move on. You don't yeah. have to harp it on. You don't have to make it a long thing. But if someone continues, if a player made as many mistakes as what he did, as many critical mistakes as he did, you they wouldn't be playing first time. grade. Oh, yeah, unlucky Ray Stone, <laughs> Jesus. But I do think this was, yeah, even with the Ashley Klein bullshit, I do still think it was the game of the year. And as you, you compared it to the Titans and Roosters the other week, yeah, watching that watching that game as a neutral was amazing. Yeah, watching this game as a Panthers fan less amazing. Heart wrenching. Oh, mate, it and was, won. and and I won. Yeah, I can't imagine how the Eels fans feel. Yeah, I can't. Like, I like I you know where spoke, I still haven't spoken to Andy. I'll give him know, a call tomorrow because I I don't want to cop a spray. Um, you I'm know too we're afraid. we're fairly uh, anti eels on this podcast. Always is, always will anti-eels be. Anti eels in life. We were anti eels <laughs> way before the podcast. Okay, but, don't just think yeah. it's a podcast. <laughs> but I mean, they they tried their heart out, and I mean, Mitch Moses is proving me is proving me wrong. He's a guy. You're coming around on Gutho. I'm coming around on Moses. Yeah. I mean, he's he's finally stepping up when it. You know, 
when it's starting to get a bit hard. He didn't get yeah. it done now, but I think I don't think anything was going to do that. Penrith just just came out lucky with a few. Call it luck, you can call it rest, and call it whatever. Yeah. They just they just had better players who just came up. Yeah. Better, yeah. like Crichton yeah. taking that take, which was unbelievable. I think Bar- oh, I think basketball was referenced about three times. Then they love it. Anytime he touches the ball, they chat about. Gus Gould chats about how he's a gun basketball player. We should uh, next year. Let's get a counter going. We'll do a we, counter for basketball. We'll get the, we'll get the basketball yeah. counter. Um, Anyone hears any basketball chat about when normally a Polynesian player grabs the ball with one yeah. hand, it's reference to the basketball pass yeah. or a basketball take. Really, or it's when Billy Slater did it, it was never referenced as basketball. No. But as, you know, as soon as... Maybe golf. Yeah, maybe <laughs> maybe as golf. As soon as the brother of color comes in and does it, uh, it's basketball. Man, it's always basketball. But, um, but I mean, that would, I think that's what the difference was. Just some of the athleticism mm. and, and the skill that Penrith had across the park. Just yep. Pen, uh, Para wanted it. They just couldn't... Just couldn't get it done, and I mean, they, yeah. you know what the thing is? They probably win with Reed Marnie at number nine. That's that's it, man. Um, I've I think got a they... close friend of the podcast um, and uh, junior bunny, Mr. Puru. He um, he's a para fan. Um, don't know if I'm allowed to say that because he plays for the bunnies, but it is what it is. Exposed, um, bro. Huh? Allegedly. 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 He's allegedly, allegedly a parent. Uh, we don't know, man. We are, we, are, we, are, we are snitches, bro. Allegedly we grew up in uh, in Western Sydney. So, um, so yeah, but um, he and I have been talking about it the last couple of days. And, yeah, Reed Money's in there. Uh, I think for, I think for sure. I think, it, I think it would be. like all the way. I think it was, there was a few few things down the end where Ray Stone had to play a lot of minutes. I think the Wonga Blake injury hurt, bringing on Will Smith way earlier than they wanted. Mm. Um, even, who is, I mean, even who is a little bit of a grub, Will Smith. Yeah, he was... I'm not... He's a little bit... I know I'm, he used to I'm play okay for with getting busted a couple yeah, weeks ago so now. I, didn't, I felt sorry for the little fella, but he can cop one on the chin <laughs> if he wants. Um, but even, I mean, you know, even Joey Lussick there, it may have been Nate all game. Yeah, I think I think it might have been. You know, there was a few critical errors out of dummy half, mm. a couple of drop balls. There was that one where he was looking at the he was looking at the forward, whoever it was, running forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and, just, and just didn't pick up the ball. And yeah. it's just silly underrates mistakes that NRL number nines don't. Well, they do make them, but not. But he's not NRL number nine. That's the thing. That's and the he, thing. He's yeah, a third I know. And he was thrown in there, and it was yeah. it was hard to watch. I think if Reed and Reed's kicking when it gets. Like that, because he can kick out a dummy half better than. Yeah. I mean, the only player I've seen kick out a dummy half like him is Cam Smith. Yeah. Honestly, like he's. 100%. He, 100%. Yeah, that's, that's it's, honestly. It's, and it's I think, one of the most underrated things of Reed Money's game. Like and, everyone talks and, about his game management, but his kicking is like. Yeah, is a, is and, a and, and, and I think that would have really, really helped Moses and Brown there in the halves. Yeah. Um, just to have someone else who, oh, it's not coming back to them this time, and bang, he can kind of kick it down the field early, turn Penrith around. Um, in saying that, though, Pen- do Penrith win if they have Toto? Like, do they win by more if they have Toto? I don't know. They didn't pump that left side nearly enough, I don't think. They, they tried to, but they just couldn't get around. You know, I thought when Will Smith was Will Smith was on there at centre, they, they didn't go there probably enough. Yeah. They probably should have tried to attack and every, that And every more. time they went there, like, Parramatta shifted really, really well. Yeah. And, and they first... shut it down. As I said, in, their red zone, in the red zone, where Penrith is fantastic at mm. converting... They just weren't converting. Mm. And Fer- Fergo just... did really well, jammed in when he needed to jam, hung out when he needed to hang, milked when he milked. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's um, Yeah, that's, I mean, I'm, I'm a bit worried for Penrith going into next week. They they just looked a bit too clunky for my liking. So am I. I think they just... I think the mental thing for them is just really what's... really what's getting to them. 
Yeah, they need to go back to boomboxes on the shoulder. They need to go in, back like to. They, they just need fuck. to bring that swagger and bring it back. And I mean, Tor yeah. in and out of the lineup. He looks a bit timid even when he plays. Yeah. Luai's looking like they they've been Still a little bit humbled. I think. Meters. Oh yeah, yeah. I think they've been humbled a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I just want to see him come out, and maybe they need an off-season for maybe they need an off-season to get their head together, mm. and maybe that's what they need—a little bit of the pressure off. Because it was kind of like people coming into this year thought, "Oh, Penrith won't do as well as they did last year," this and that, and then they kind of started off really well, being that underdog. Yeah. And then it yeah. was kind of like, "Oh shit, not Penrith are real deal again." That's when it started sliding, and I don't know. Yeah. I mean, the, a big a big talisman for them is. Um, Stephen Crichton, he yeah. just needs to run hard. All the talent in the world looks when he has the ball in his hand. When he takes those takes at fullback yeah. and just makes it look easy, you just think, how is this dude not the best player in the game? Yeah, like his 100%. frame, the way he runs, his stride, his pace, his strength. You just think, how is this not dude? How is this dude not like Greg Inglis? Yeah. Yeah, but he's 100%. just his aggression. He just doesn't run back hard enough, and he's starting to get it. He's starting to look for the ball. He's playing yeah, he fullback a bit more, but he's still and yeah, like, he does. Well, he what, does. what he's doing and, and and even even dudes like Fergie you know Fergie may not he uh, he's not great under the high ball we know this but Fergie's always going to give you like a yeah. belter of a run and mm. he's always going to run that cue ball head straight into whoever's in front of him yeah. all right and you need you need that same level of aggression to be put into critter's body um but back on back on their mentality and and the way that they have approached this season i think it's just time for that next level of maturity and understanding that no one gives a fuck about the regular season. Mm. It doesn't matter. Mm. It doesn't matter where you finish. It doesn't matter it doesn't matter what you do in the regular season. It doesn't matter how, how much you got undefeated. It yeah. it matters what, what you bring at finals time. And yeah. and teams like the Melbourne Storm are showing that. You know, we were talking about um, Penrith going undefeated for so long. Melbourne Storm also put together nineteen yeah. straight weeks of not yeah. losing. You know? Like and and that was overshadowed by such a great Penrith year. Um, and, and no one really gave the Storm their due because uh, if people are getting sick of giving the Storm their due. Yeah. I mean, and I would love to see somebody else hoist, hoist the trophy up, but if Penrith come out the way that they came out this week, then we're going to see a Manly Rooster scoreline next week. I think so too. And I mean, Penrith just need to... I think people also forget how young they are. Yeah. Like they're the youngest, the they're the youngest, youngest squad in, in the comp when you yeah. think about it. Like their leader is a 23-year-old kid. Yeah. Like, he's 23. Like, it's yeah, just, Nate, it's... If you ever listen and you want to get beers, you just let us know, bro. I'll, I'll buy you all the beers you want. You might be on a much bigger paycheck, but I'll buy you all the beers you want, mate. Uh, but, yeah, it's just... It's crazy. If you ever like... at Mr. Hotel, you hit us up. We'll, <laughs> we'll come dancing. Uh, but, mate, it's it's incredible what what they're able to do at such a young age. And, I mean, they're gonna he's going to have to really start to start to mature mm. and I mean he's slowly getting that you know what he was always oh he's co-captain with Yo co-captain with Yo now he's like now he's the skipper yeah. he's a skipper he's the guy they look to him he's 23 like Luai is older than him a few of these boys are older than him but he they look to him I think mm. he was a bit disrupted with with the injury mid-season. He stayed pretty healthy up until that. He, he had a bit of a shoulder a shoulder oh, thing bro, this game. He went down and I was point and mate, he, he grabbed the, it and I was like, oh, fuck. The air left my house. Oh, yeah. We were all 100%. there and the air just, just sucked out of it. And we were yeah. like, we're we're done. And it's it's one of those things that like he, he'll get there and he'll do better. He's only 23. He's going he's gonna to have 150 NRL games by the time he's 25. He's gonna, have a, he's gonna have 150 NRL games and a handful of origins and probably yeah. a couple of tests. Yeah. Like that's that's something that he'll get better at, and they're f- still finding their core. Um, 
And yeah, I think I think they just need to work on this mentality. And I think an off season back at home yeah. and knowing they can play in front of crowds, they feed off that. Yeah. And I know a lot of teams do, but they feed off that a lot more than other teams. Mm-hmm. Melbourne don't need that as much. Melbourne will do what Melbourne does, you know, in a vacuum. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But Penrith feed off that. Yeah. And I think I Souths are kind of similar too. They're very off the crowd. If the crowd's against them, like we saw at Dubbo against yeah. Penrith, they've got no hope. Yeah, but when the yeah. crowd's with them and they they can kind of ride off that and take up. that momentum, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think I think it's going to be good for them, Penrith next year, not to have as much focus on them. Yeah, like they're going to lose Birdo, and they're going to lose kick, um, not kick out uh, Capewell mm. for next year at least. And then um, they're losing kick out. And then they'll probably lose kick out. Honestly, though, we'll probably touch on this when we do like an off-season pod or something like that. But mm. if a team is honestly willing to offer kick out 800k, they can have kick out for 800k. Yeah, I don't think I don't think he's worth 800k. Uh, he has he has glimpses um, of the level of dominance that we're sort of becoming accustomed to, but at the same time, like a lot of the time, he just fades away as well. And he, he and, was cut down so many times this game, just around the legs. Yeah. Dylan Brown got him a few times. Uh, Penis Boy got him a couple of times. Penis like he, he just, he, he <sighs> does have it. So I think coming off the bench is not the best move for him. I think it works mm. every now and then, but I yeah. think because it, it not only negates what he does, but it negates Liam Martin. Yeah. Liam Martin needs to come off the bench when guys are already hurt. And you see here, like if you see, honestly, if I was defending against Penrith yeah. and I saw those two come on, I would, my first thought would be, fuck, Liam Martin, really? Yeah. Not kick out. Yeah. Kick out is what kick out is. He's actually got a pretty decent motor now than what he used to. And he'd yeah, go yeah. for a while even when he starts. But Martin coming on, you just think, am I really going to have to do this? You'd be doing that LeBron eye roll at the free throw yeah, line. Yeah, mate. I was like, coach, I'm cramping up, coming yeah. off. Like, I'm not, <laughs> especially those those halves that he runs at. I think, and I don't think they'll do it this game. I think they'll run kick out off the bench again. But you got to start him. Yeah. you got to start him and get him hot. I think he is a momentum player, and if he starts off the bench, he tries too hard to do some stuff, and you need to ease him into that offense. But, I mean, Ivan Cleary is going to big brain himself and yeah, 100%. have him off the bench. 100%. But, um, yeah, just to top this off, shout-out to Ray Stone, the uh, Penrith Panthers player of the game. Uh, he we actually really like Ray Stone. That's me. Like, we we like, like Ray Stone. Too. I like Ray Stone too. He was given a shit job to to take up, and and you know when the when the lights shine the brightest, he, he kind of shut the bed, and and that can be that's to be expected almost. Um, it was you know tough to thrust him into a game like that, mm. uh, especially with a scrappy Penrith side that that definitely like to push the button when they can. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's just it comes down to, and it's weird to say, but it comes it comes down a little bit to like injury management and making sure that your guys are ready to go when you need them. Like guys, the, like the Reed Marnie, Marnie thing was fucking guys. stupid. Yeah, from yeah. the origin thing, what the fuck was that? Yeah, yeah. And that I mean, was you, dumb. You look for at, everybody involved. Are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah, you look at stuff like that, and you like obviously. Let's not fucking do that next year if you're Parramatta, right? Well, like, even if you're it. even if you're Queensland, fucking hell, keep him in the squad. Don't play. Like, hopefully, Reed maybe needs. It might be good for Reed because mm. there's no need for him to play that game. Yeah. There's no need. Yeah. And he fought nah, to was... play it, and he played it, and like shout out for wanting to support the boys and play for him. Yeah. But I mean, fuck, bro. What do you? You would have yeah, played it's Origin. Nice, it's nice to play for your state, but. Don't you want to play for the trophy at the end of the year? You would have played for... Well, he would have played Origin. 
Yeah, right. Like he would have, he would have played Origin. He would, he he maybe would have got injured anyway. I don't know, but like yeah. maybe that's something he's got to be like. Oh, his thing is always tries too hard. It is what it is. But I mean, yeah. What did yeah. you um? What do you think of the trainer on the field for the Mitch Kenny call? Yeah, look, um, as as I guess an innocent bystander that's not really like I. I was invested in the game because I'm a sicko for rugby league, but I'm not really invested in the game because I don't go for the teams. Um, I understand why play was cancelled because they wanted to check out how severe that injury was. And looking back on it, it looked pretty bad. But at the same time, he was nowhere near the passage of play. Hmm. Like, it, there was no there was no immediate danger for him to have the play be called. Like, he was, what, 15 metres behind? Yeah, ten fifteen. Yeah. Yeah, like what? What is? See, what is, I, I think, yeah. I think if if you excuse all the Melbourne and and Rooster shit as gamesmanship, you got to excuse this as gamesmanship. They knew they had mm. the free interchange still they could use. Um, or the mm. I think no, it was a regular. It ended up being a regular interchange. They had the interchange yeah. they knew they could use. They knew they were probably going to use it anyway. You wanted Kenny off, and you wanted a big TPJ out there. Yeah. Um, I mean, oh, fuck it. I mean, I, I came on and gave Melbourne a spray the other week about their interchange thing. If yeah. people are willing to eye to this, turn a blind eye. Like, they should turn a blind eye to this. Like, yeah, if that's, you're going to exploit like, it, exploit it properly. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's the thing. Like, I mean, they did they did what they did. Like, yep, they they called the play and everyone's like, oh, he's got to come off, he's got to come off. Yeah, that was their plan, mate. That's what yeah. they wanted to do. Yeah, that, exactly. that's, that's what they wanted. They knew they could kind of stop the play there, call it, and they had that interchange and they used it. And that, they, yeah. Para probably scored that set. Para looked good. Para were going downhill yeah. on that set. And that's the thing. That's the thing. Like that's what, and that's obviously what's causing all the uproar is that Para was starting to get, and it was it was that shift in tide where they had just spent the last fifteen minutes in defense mm. and and gritting and grinding. And, you know, there's so often that you see that on the back of that, when you then get into the red zone of the other team, the other team's just too tired because they've been attacking too hard. Um, unless you're the Cowboys, and then as soon as you give the ball over and somebody scores an 80-meter try on you because you're just too lazy on defense. Um, but, yeah, it's just... that, And that's that's the biggest thing. That's why everybody caused so much uproar because Para had all the momentum. It was only, what, tackle two? Yeah. And, again, the guy was like 10, 15 meters away. So why, why are we mm. calling that off? But it is what it is. I mean, you know, I, rules, rules are made to be broken. Rules are made to be bent. Rules are made to be exploited. I, I, you know, as, if you can find a way, if you're one of those smart teams that can find a way to exploit the rules, exploit them. Yeah. As a fan, normally I'm very anti-trainer. Hey, how much time they spend. If you can't get your message to the boys throughout the week, then don't get them mm. to like, I, I'm pretty against how much time they spend out there. And the cheeky mm. ones you get, like Alfie, who are out there directing forwards, you see that shit all the time. You don't see it on yeah. TV because because of the tight angle. If you go to a game, yeah. there's 14 dudes on each side of the field out there. Yeah, and they're, they're just pointing, shouting, telling guys what to do, lining up, calling plays. And it's like, yeah. normally I'm against that. But if all these other teams are going to get around it, you might as well use it. What, yeah, like, yeah. like if, if the NRL is such a problem with it, put a fucking rule in. If there yeah. was no rule put in, I know they kind of tightened the rules a little bit after the Roosters Canberra Grand Final. But yeah. if you're not going to put a proper rule in after that shit, then don't complain. You can't complain. Like, just yeah. do it. Like, don't sit there and go, oh, man, I wish something would change when you're the people that have the ability to change it. 
I don't yeah, get that. I don't exactly. get that. Like, if if they came out and said, what Penrith did was wrong, not great, we're going to change the trainer rules, cool, sweet, easy. But the cool, fact that sweet, they go, oh, on. Penrith trainers should be allowed to do that, but they are allowed to do that. And it's all and it's all heightened because it's finals football it as well. And it, it was a close sorry, game. Fucking spoiler alert, this has been happening for the last 26 rounds, mm. okay? Um, maybe not necessarily to the, to the severity of calling the game off when it's that close and yeah as you said it was a but close all those game HIAs are when, bullshit. when someone gets hit in the head yeah. and then four sets later oh they're defending on their line oh shit okay yeah now we'll use the oh, HIA now we'll call the HIA, HIA yeah, HIA, yeah exactly this back. shit happens all the time but as you said it's finals and people are pissed at Penrith at the moment so now it's a big deal yeah. if you want if you want to fix that then that's what you got to do yeah exactly but don't you know don't use Penrith as a yeah, catalyst also, I've had someone set on my foot and do my ankle like that fuck that hurts yeah, that but hurts. you're also like 800 feet yeah, tall, that, so you got a fucking massive way Yeah, but fall. that hurts, mate. The people are saying, oh, he barely twists his ankle, mate. Let me stand on your ankle. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've done it too, crossing you up in the basketball court too. Maybe size nines out there, I don't know. <laughs> fucking size nines, you reckon? <laughs> size nines, this is the man that used to buy shoes off me. Size nines, you reckon? Just because you've got dainty little feet for a fucking giant. Then give me that shit. Anyway, have you got anything more? Good sir, um, on the uh, on this game. No, nah, that's it was a good game, mate. My heart was my heart was going crazy. I watched the replay the next day, and it's still still stressing me out. Couldn't watch it all. God damn. But um, that's that's diehard right there. Yeah, that's diehard. Yeah, I was on Fox Sports anyway. We're in lockdown. Yeah, um, that's true. No, nah, I don't really have that's anything. Um, yeah, I got nothing. I just I can't wait till the Cowboys are here next year. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think that's gonna happen, bro. <laughs> where, qu- right, quickly, well, where do you th- where do you think they end up next year, Cowboys? Cowboys yeah, on the ladder. Where do you um, think? Everyone stays healthy. We probably around tenth or eleventh. Anywhere, anywhere between ten to twelve. I don't think we end up in the top eight. We don't have enough talent to end up in the top eight. Uh, I think Tom did needs to get. Uh, obviously like that that experiment needs to unfold um, and it would be nice to see him turn into obviously he's a fucking obviously he's a good footballer alright and and any prospects of of potentially having Tom Dearden on here one day we would love to have you but as a spirited Cowboys fan obviously he needs to develop into a fucking football player okay he obviously doesn't understand our system or Todd Payton is running a system that the players don't understand something is going wrong there but if everybody gets on the same page you've seen the talent that we've got on paper alright we should be at the absolute minimum in 11 like anywhere between 10 to 12 we're, we're not in that bottom tier and we're certainly not in the top eight tier. But I think that we should be contending and knocking on the door if a few of those top eight teams shit the bed toward the end of the year. Forever hopeful. That's where I, love I think it. we end up. Yeah. Forever hopeful. That's I and and I think and I think that's a modest take. Honestly. I don't think it's a horrendous like, take. I don't think it's a horrendous with, take. With with the talent that we've got on the team. Look, Hammer might take a jump. Hammer could be the next Tom Travoyevich for I'm gonna know. call this now, right? I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give. I, I, I wasn't gonna do this, but I just I'm feeling it. We're vibing on the takes. I'm gonna give you a top eight take for next year. Okay. Here we go. Can you count to eight? How many is that? <laughs> uh, don't know. I okay. can't see. My my take is that Manly yep. don't make the top eight next year. Manly don't make the top eight. No. Okay. 
So who's your... Is that your massive take, or are you going to give me the eight that you think is going to happen? I mean, come on. You want eight takes? What you want eight I takes? Oh, my God. You greedy. <laughs> I mean... It, Why don't you think Manly makes the top eight? I just don't think... Um, I just don't think that they... I don't think Tommy will repeat what he's done. Yeah. I just don't think he will. Um, yeah. It's too hard to do that, I think, over another season. I think we've seen these flash in a pan one seasons happen a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I just... Yeah, I don't... I don't think they will. I think the eight will be similar. Um, I don't mm. know about team. I think the Sharks will probably jump up in there, maybe at their expense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, besides that, I you reckon the Titans make it again? I think the Titans make it, but I, there's always surprises. I think in the yeah. eight this year less so, but I think probably yeah. Manly fall out. I don't think they can. I think their guys are going to. They're, they're riding a lot of momentum right now. Who yeah. knows how they come back next season? I think they probably drop out, and I think the Sharks go in if I had to predict yeah. another swap the Knights probably drop out and the sh- and um, who did I just have I just the Raiders yeah the Raiders Maybe? I think will probably come in there but that, that's yeah. dependent on their halfback situation if they don't sign yeah. a halfback then I doubt that but if they sign a halfback they'll be they'll sniff around the eight but I just think I don't know what it is about Manly I don't know I don't know if if Foran can stay this healthy Again, yeah. that's a big thing. Oh, brothers found a fountain of youth. I know, right now. I know, and I don't think I don't know if he can do that again next year. Um, mm. I mean, Turbo's already going to miss time due to Origin. Don't know if he can stay mm. healthy. Jake's just a fucking slug. Like, I yeah. love watching Tommy spray him in that. Um, I think it was the Melbourne not game. Don't get back. Not, get not, back not, outside, fat boy. Get back yeah. outside. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just. I don't know. I don't think they make it. I wonder if that's what it looks like when I'm spraying you on a basketball court. Get back on defense. Bro, I'm not going back on defense. Just throw me the ball. Nah, no. Run a cherry picking. We're cherry picking. sitting in the corner. <laughs> sitting in the corner ready to go. Right. Four on five, baby. We got it. Um, that's it. But that's I don't it. know, right, man. Well, transitioning into basketball, there's not a lot happening in the NBA world. We, I was gently reminded today that we are a month away from basketball action, from preseason action. Um, I think it might be my, season tip. We might be a month away from season tip-off. Are you sure? Because usually it's like the last week of October. Is tip-off? Yeah. That'd be a month, bro. Yeah, it's usually around my birthday. Google. Google NBA tip-off. Bro, we're literally sitting in front of computers. Are we not going to, like, just have a geese? Well, I thought we had ad-libbed already. Yeah, okay, Tuesday the 19th of October. It is what it is. It's hard being right all the time. Excuse me. Cut a good minute, cut a good takes. You shut the fuck up. Um, But um, this did come across my laptop in the last week. Um, The last three years, we have seen the rise of a certain... Greek gangled door. Alright? Giannis Antetokounmpo in the last three years has made three All-NBA first teams, three All-Defensive first teams, he's won two MVPs, a Defensive Player of the Year, and last year obviously capped it off with a championship and a Finals MVP. Could this be the best three-year run that we've seen in our lives? I think it could be. 
Yeah. I, I, I think the MVP thing, I think if voter fatigue is not a thing, which always shits me, voter fatigue, like, oh, no, yeah. this guy is so good. I hate voting for him. Fuck you, man. Like, he he could have been a three. LeBron should have yeah. way more than four. Yeah, he should be. Yeah. He should be. The, yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, but, I mean. Derek Rose deserved his. Derek Rose deserved his for the for the year that he put together. And, and but the, LeBron and deserved the, the it more. Narrative. But yeah. LeBron deserved well, it more. Maybe. I mean, the, he did. The whole but, narrative yeah. of being the youngest MVP, but. LeBron has brought it almost every year of his career and only has four to show for it. I know. I'm calling bullshit. Yeah, I know. And I mean, um, that, that's, but... that's the beauty of, you know, the NBA. It's one of those ones that's, that's such a narrative-driven award. Yeah. Other sports don't have yeah. that. Yeah, And 100%. I mean, Giannis could have... He could theoretically have had three in a row this year. He could yeah. have won it last year. Yeah, he could have. Easily. Like, and I mean, that's Easily. the thing. He just is like, who would you say... He's up there in a three-year run, obviously, like MJ during the 90s. You could pick any of those three kind of consecutive yeah, years. Yeah, I'm, I'm or talking, what about modern I'm talking, day? I'm you think, yeah, modern day, you think LeBron's kind of had a three-year stretch like that? Maybe maybe Le- Miami? LeBron's had a three-year stretch like that. I think mid-2000s Kobe. Yeah. Mid-2000s Kobe was, was a different beast. Um, those years that he had to just carry those teams, holy shit. Um, this is a man that, that obviously was, was a, a beast offensively, but I think just slept on a little bit defensively. I mean, the dude averaged one and a half steals for his career. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, um, and and 04 to 07, um, his points per game averages were 35.4, 31.6, 28.3. Like, which is out of, which is insane to think what? about. Like, what? And that's and what? that's and the man played the man played all games bar five in that three year stretch. In that three year ah, stretch, me. and I mean that's when teams were scoring sixty points. Yeah, two thousands like that. But I mean, yeah, and that's exactly. the thing. I mean, I mean, LeBron's probably had three years there. The Miami three years, you reckon? Yeah, yeah, 11, 11, 12, 13, yeah. the, the, um, that meme that always goes around, the anger LeBron meme. Yeah. Oh, that, Heedle's LeBron was, was disgusting. I think you could probably put those three up there as, I don't know if there's anyone else that's had three years like that. Like, no. in, not, even, not even Steph's, no, not even not Steph's even Steph had three, yeah. I, I... It's, it, it's, it's insane to think, uh, it's. It's beautiful to watch, and you think of some of the talent. And I mean, we're going to cover this over, over our NBA pod uh, preview pod, which is actually going to be split into two now. Our special guest has agreed to do two. We're going to do an East and a West. I cannot wait. It's going I'm to be very excited. Um, but it, you know, it, the league is in such good hands. You've got you've got superstars like Donovan Mitchell. Trey that was Young, a weird one Luka to start Doncic. with. <laughs> oh, bro, I'm, I'm, yeah. Okay, you may not agree, but like Donovan Mitchell, like Young, Young Flash. We got... <laughs> Young Flash? Are you kidding me? And then and then you've got those like next tier guys that get forgotten, like like Aaron Fox. You know what I mean? Like there's just there's so much. <laughs> That's who I'm looking forward to next year, mate. Donovan Mitchell and Aaron Fox. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, don't don't, right, don't, don't right. give me we, don't give me nah. Brooklyn don't give me Brooklyn Lakers. Give me Sacramento, Utah. That's the shit I want. <laughs> Fuck you, man. Fuck you. We're clearly running too long if you're if you're getting into this. Right, if you can't respect what Donovan Mitchell is bringing to the table every given night, then you don't deserve to be on this podcast. Then I don't deserve to be on this podcast, brother. Oh, I don't my deserve days. to be on this. Come Lock on. me up and throw away the key. No, you don't, you're not a fan of it. You're not a fan of the no, I don't mind Spider. He's all right. 
Nah, is Young it, Flash? Uh, mind. What's his Young Flash thing? He's Spider-Man. What you talking about? Yeah, he's a Spider-Man, but he's Young Flash, man. Everybody calling him Young no, Flash after the way he like, puts, his, puts his game after, after D-Wade. Yeah. Right, and he's getting direct tutelage from him now, now that D-Wade's got ownership in the jail. That, that was a weird one, too, actually. Yeah, but you don't, like... D-Wade playing for Chicago was fucking weird, too. Less, less weird than him owning a bit of Utah. Nah. Nah, I would put the Chicago thing up there way... He's like, from Chicago, though. He's from Chicago. He grew up a Bulls fan. He played, a, he played a at Marquette. You get a piece of the pie wherever you can get a piece of the pie. I know, but okay? fuck me. Like, why wouldn't you get the pie? Sha- Shaq has the ultimate piece of the pie having that uh, a seat at the table of the yeah, Sacramento Yeah, that's Kings, weird too. Okay? That's weird. After all Just because two things are weird doesn't mean the first thing's not weird. <laughs> like, <laughs> this, the, the, the Bulls thing weird. makes sense. He's from Chicago. He played yeah. at Marquette. You are having me Locking on, mate. Up. Take me Locking away. Fuck it out. Let me give you 20 minutes to talk about Donovan Mitchell and De'Aaron Fox. <laughs> Fucking hell, I've got a mute. You leave Jim Mitchell alone, man. Yeah. Utah 45? Come on. Um, but yeah, I, as I said, you know, Giannis, they're superstar just before our eyes. Yeah. Before our eyes. And we and we don't take the time to, to appreciate it. This is a kid that, you know, grew up in the slums of in the slums of Greece. He was selling shit on the side of the road just to make do. Yeah. You know what I mean? And now he's... Now he's uh, making know, do. Arguably the, the face of the yeah. Now he's fucking making do. Now he's arguably the face of the NBA. Yeah, you I know. know. And he's, he's up there. He's up there in that t- in that tier of the LeBrons, the Stephs. You know, it's it's insane. And that and that um, the title as well was going to win him a career full of goodwill. It reminds me yeah. a lot of Dirk's ring, but a lot earlier. Yeah, like Dirk, Dirk got way his earlier. towards the end. A lot of people doubted him, and then it was kind of like, no matter what he did after, it was like, sweet, he got that ring. He can do whatever he wants. And even like that's yeah. the same for Giannis too. He can do whatever he wants now. He can struggle. He can have an off year. He can have his flaws, and people are still going to be yeah, mm-hmm. but he got that ring. And I mean, even if he yeah. was to leave Milwaukee, right? Whenever that mm-hmm. was, I think the fans of Milwaukee would be devastated and sad, and 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 all the emotions in between. But they will still, but they, would still the they will still love him for bringing that thing. And I think Bucks in six mm-hmm. is like he turned that into reality. Yeah, hundred percent. And that's why Bobby Portis is going to get a statue in Milwaukee. He might too. do it as long as he's got crazy bug eyes. I'm cool for Bobby Portis' statue. <laughs> Bobby Portis statue. That's it. All right. Well, I don't think it gets any any more left field than that. So let's cut it there. Right, let's the cut Porter it. We're going to enter that D Mitch and the Aaron Fox, bro. <laughs> you fucking leave me and D Mitch alone, okay? Um, there's, a, there's a very close friend of yours that is also a very big fan of Donovan Mitchell, and, and if Timmy's listening to this, I hope he socks you on the next Timmy time. Didn't we make, see Timmy you. didn't make it this far through the podcast. Nah, true. Timmy didn't, didn't, didn't make didn't. it this far. But if you did, shout out to Timmy, well, we know you didn't. Right, if you made it to this part of the podcast, shout out to you in general. Share he, us on the he's stories. The, uh, you know? He's the guy that made our intro. Intro, yes, yes. he's and, our uh, intro. We'll definitely be getting on to him for a couple more things. I think, I think. we will um, be, yeah. But uh, but he's a very busy man, and he's a very very hard man to uh, to pin down. Yes. Again, we do not condone uh, kidnapping. But sometimes in, it's more condoned than others. <laughs> All right, man. Let's leave it there. Um, add us where you can add us. Flip and dribble on Instagram and Twitter, um, and make sure to slide into the video DMs. Oh, sorry, the voice DMs. Video you DMs. Send us the video if you want. Really, we'll probably watch it. <laughs> but the voice DMs at uh, anchor.fm/slash/dribble. We will catch you on Thursday for the preview show. Please send in your questions. Lock anything to start us off with. No, I'm excited for your questions. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, guys. See you next time.